Welcome to City Limits. I'm Kevin. And I'm Ian. Ian, quiet week this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's holiday. Yeah. Fourth of July, Monday, celebrated. Most people celebrate on Monday. Um, and Short not, weeks always are very busy, though, Kevin. They're very busy weeks. <laughs> are, yeah. Um, not a lot of uh, news this week, I mm-hmm. guess, in Quincy. Uh, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we wanted to return to a couple things we had talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last show, pretty much. I'd say this is more building and park maintenance related. And yeah. uh, a little focus on some follow-ups, you know. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think what we we're thinking about here is, you know, we had a lot of, when we were talking about the budget, what we learned in the budget that we had a lot of 14 people that are in the budget that are not that are not in the budget they were paying for. And then they also hired two people for the downtown, specifically to take care of the downtown. So, you know, the Adams Green and potentially the, the General's Bridge, anything downtown specific. But then, you know, I brought up the fact that Kincaid Park was a $6 million investment and Southwest Middle School is a new school. And they said they were going to start maintaining those things. So we're right. going to start paying attention. Now that the downtown has specialty people working in it, we're going to start paying a little bit more attention to, you know, some of the other parks and buildings around the city. And we're starting with Kincaid and Southwest Middle. Right. So I, I did I did take a walk in Kincaid Park and Southwest Middle School today. I was visiting my parents while he was doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it looks like they, they did start to do some work. Uh, they did some edging around um, some of the water beds that mm-hmm. sort of collect the the runoff water. Um, and they, it looks like they maybe did some weeding, but the dead bushes are still there. Mm-hmm. The dead tree is still there. There are still weeds. Are there um, any dead bushes or dead trees in the downtown? I couldn't tell you. I didn't go there today, but <laughs> there, are, there are none. But actually, it's funny that you mentioned this because mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, I, I did go to Starbucks mm-hmm. and um, they have lily turf in those beds, yeah. and somebody had weed whacked them all down, which I don't think you're supposed to do. I don't but, think you're supposed to do that. But um, so where were we? Kincaid. <laughs> um, but there's they still haven't put any mulch down, and now the crabgrass is starting to take hold. So good luck with that. Um, well, and then I, the bent tree that that yeah. you, we discussed that was like completely bent over. Really bent over. Um, they put a, a metal pole there. I know the other ones have these bamboo poles that sort of um, sort of blend with the, mm-hmm. the trunk of the tree, but they put a metal pole. But there are, I mean, there are some cone flowers out if, if you like. They're beautiful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are still weeds and they still have uh, quite a bit of work to do. So we'll, we'll be following up on that and see if they uh, yeah. do it. But no edging around the trees, no. No, none whatsoever. So I don't... And the thing that so, I'm so sensitive about this for is that um, Mr. Murphy, the yeah. head of the um, Natural Resources um, Department, basically had said that the the contractor that was doing the work, this is going back, this is today's July 10th, so we're going back to you know seven to June 21st, I think was the meeting. It was basically saying around that, that week, basically saying that they were going to let go of that contractor and that they're going to take it over, that he wasn't happy himself and he was getting his crew down there to take care of it. And, you know, several weeks later, and it still isn't really, doesn't really look like a dent has been put into Kincaid Park. Yeah. And that's disturbing to me because it's, you know, if this is, these are the types of things that if you don't take care of the maintenance of these types of, of parks, it can get ahead of you really fast and um, it can become very problematic to be able to maintain those um, types of things. I fully expect that park to be unrecognizable in a year if they don't get to it. Yeah. So it's, it's upsetting to me. So, yeah. And, and the reason why I, I'm so focused on that is because we take on a lot of projects in the city of Quincy and um, we can't maintain them. So they look beautiful when they first come out and then they, they're not maintained. And, you know, a lot of investment, a lot of taxpayers' money go into these things. And, 
you know, it's just been proven over time after time after time after time that we can't maintain these things. Yeah. So then I, I went to Southwest Middle School, and they, they haven't paid any attention to that. That's still weed infested. Mm-hmm. And those those stairs or stadium seating that go up kind of to the right behind mm-hmm. the dumpster area. I say that dumpster, but but they're quite visual. Um, but there's their weeds are all over that again. So yeah, I don't I don't know. And I, I maybe it's because school's out and they're just not that it's not their priority. But, but that's what they did with um, Central. Yeah, they ripped it all out and put like cheap annuals in. So yeah, like, and the same thing with the Quincy High School. But what's interesting, um, Kevin, is a Coddington building. The Coddington building is yeah. is go there. Uh, it's maintained in, perfectly in the perennials. It's almost like they don't realize that so. Quincy High School's right next door to it, or you know, and, and it's so again. We're just we're ma- we're going to start noticing these things because you know the city of Quincy's taxpayers pay a lot of money in taxes. Six million dollars for that yep. park, the Kincaid Park. Yep. And I don't know how much for the middle school, but but the point is, is that you know, I I said yes at Kincaid Park because I think it's an area that definitely needed some you know, some attention and, 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 and deserved it. And, you know, but this administration turned around and hired two people for the downtown to maintain the downtown specifically. Mm-hmm. And we can't maintain a $6 million park that we should be able to maintain. I guess it's, you know, it's maintained enough. <laughs> right. So um, then if we go to the, the city building department mm-hmm. building uh, on Seville Ave, mm-hmm. um, they have started doing work on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they rebuilt the stairs and put some decking up. And just to ground people on that, this oh, was again. Okay. This was an email that was sent out to everybody on the um, the city council. And the Mr. Hines, the head of the head of public buildings, basically was apologetic about that we should never have had that happen. And it became an all hands on deck. Everybody in the city is working on that project. And you know, again, that was the week of June twenty first. It's July tenth, and you took a visit over there too. Yep. So um, half of the building has been painted. It's now uh, dark gray. Unless that's a primer, but it's dark gray. Like I said, they, they started work on the porch. Uh, they didn't do much work around the grounds. I think they tidied up around the front a little bit. Mm-hmm. And there's a pizza box stuck open flat on the porch ceiling, I think, to divert some water. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, a little Yankee ingenuity, I guess, to divert the water. Um, Maybe but, it's art. <laughs> and then there's the building next to it, which I believe the city owns also. A yellow Victorian, which has... Uh, some blue trim. It's a very nice building. I remember when it was. Uh, right now, it needs a. Des- it's in desperate need of a paint job. Yeah. I remember when it wasn't, and it was quite attractive the mm-hmm. house. But um, yeah, that one needs a paint job too. And I hope you just don't spray paint it gray. But yeah, and again, we we're focusing on these things just because again, there's a there's a there's a large list of big projects that this administration wants to take on and and do. And in the meantime, the, the projects that we have taken on, we can't maintain. And what seems to be the only thing that they want to maintain is really the downtown. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's been exposed in the budget that they want to have not just two, they want to hire more people for just the downtown to maintain, maintain the downtown. But they hired two this year. And then we also have um, multiple people that are hidden in the budget um, being paid for out of COVID money or out of um, the DIF, which is a bond specifically for the downtown. That we're hiring. And quite honestly, we have a lot of things that are not getting taken care of. Yeah. And some of those positions weren't posted. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So so we're going to go around and we're going to monitor just just around the city. Yeah. I think parks. this summer we'll, we'll 
be taking a peek at all the parks and maybe doing some kind of report card. Yeah. <laughs> just for, I mean, we've done, I've done that before, but before I did a podcast, I've always, I've always, you know, I've gone around and checked out projects that are going on to see what's happening and making sure that it's meeting what, our, what we think the standard should be. Right. And when I say we, I mean the taxpayers of the city of Quincy and people in the neighborhoods who are living through the projects and, you know, making sure that. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you're paying a lot of money and then you're doing this ribbon cutting where everything looks beautiful and then you're not maintaining it, it's kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think what really people really want to know is what's happening in the city of Quincy and why aren't we having any input to the projects that you're doing? Right. Well, we'll get on to that. Um, So I think the big story this week might be uh, the mayor finally named his nine-person Quincy Equity and Inclusion Commission. Mm -hmm. That was a long time coming, too. Yeah. Him and uh, Chris... Mr. Walker kept saying, you know, it's coming this week or next week or, you know, around the corner. But finally, it's here. So we'll, we'll keep an open mind. But here, here are the members. Uh, the commission members are Quincy City Councilor Ian Kane, mm-hmm. lawyer Ga- Gabriel Chiang, Ferries Gray of Massachusetts Tribe, Philip Chong of Quincy Asian Resources, Inc., uh, Quincy Commissioner of Natural Resources, David Murphy, Lola Tom, uh, Director of Asian Services and Community Development at Hamel Leiden Chapel, um, 30-year resident Mercy uh, Umaran, and uh, business owner Tony Patel and Jean uh, Kutash, a member of the Quincy Commission on Disabilities. So... Um, according to Councilor Keene, uh, the meeting went great that they had Thursday. It was very introductory in nature. Everyone had a chance to introduce themselves and set their own expectations. According to Councilor Keene, he's trying to level set the group so we can set a framework of what we are trying to understand and what goals and outcomes we are looking to achieve. He also said that each member had been tasked with creating their own set of goals. Uh, his personally he would like to focus on distribution of money and resources in different areas of the city. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, most of the city, most of the, a lot of the money is going to the downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, so he thinks it's going to be a frank discussion. Um, I have some faith in Councilor Keynes. So, um, I do too. Yeah, so well, we're going to keep an open mind, but we are going to watch it. Um, and then there were some interesting quotes uh, from, from yeah. Mayor Koch. And then one from Chris Walker. Um, So this is from Mayor Koch. This is in the sun. I heard the message from some people in the community who felt the city wasn't doing enough for segments of our population. Mm -hmm. As you know, I publicly did not agree with that. If you go back a year and a half before the pandemic and before the social justice movement across the country, the city was flying. The school system was doing extremely well. People were moving here because of schools. And parks, it's a safe city, Coke said. I'm not sure. I mean, I have to just jump in there because I think, you know, when you say the city's flying and before the social justice movement, I think what we don't do a really great job, and this is just my opinion here, um, is listening to people. So, you know... You had that meeting with over 100 people. Yeah, yeah, we had a meeting and over 100 people came out and spoke. And it it takes a lot for people to come out and speak out in public it, it about does, things about things that they about things city, that they, they yeah about things that they feel like they're not being heard from. And I also think it's interesting because you know certain segments of our city. Yeah, what is that? Um, so certain segments of our so I really don't think we have a um, we, segments. Yeah, we have our our 
open mind and listening ears on when it comes to things. And to say back to people that you don't think there's a problem, therefore you don't need it, when people are telling you there is a problem, that that means that you should probably yeah, listen. I mean, I think if <laughs> listen you're more than mayor, you speak. it's not necessarily what you believe. I think you should be listening to the community and what they believe and, and trying to accommodate yeah. And it's, it, I just, I just find it to be a really open and accepting city. You have to be open and accepting of the issues that are there. And there are issues in our community and we just have to be able to listen yeah. to them. And then he went on to say, I'm not saying we're perfect. Nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. I just haven't seen the types of issues that have been described nationally. It's not just nationally happening here in Quincy. Well, I think that the issue, that one of the things is these, when you watch the national news and you're saying, well, that didn't happen here in Quincy. Nobody's saying what happened nationally is happening here in Quincy, but things are happening here yeah. in Quincy. And, you know, it doesn't have to be a, a, a shooting or mm -hmm. I mean, people are feeling uh, marginalized. Yeah. Some people are, and, and you have to pay attention to that. Right. And I, I, I will say that, you know, one of the examples, and, and I'm very proud of, of Quincy Pride was that they wanted a day of pride. And now they now they actually have an organization that's actually representing them. They have a commission that's representing them. But that's another another situation where when they asked for a day of pride, this administration was basically saying, you know, we'll think about it. And then they went ahead and made their own. And now there's a now there's an LGBTQA commission, which is great, but it wasn't because we had listening ears on. It was more because it was it was forced Some upon pressure them. Pressure was applied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he went and say, ha having said that, uh, nobody was perfect. I think this this will be good for all parties, which mm -hmm. is good. That's because true. I think the commission is going to learn. But this is a weird part. The commission is going to learn about things the city is doing that they are not even aware of, mm -hmm. whether it's rec programs, mm -hmm. uh, things happening in the schools, the libraries. Um, but then he went on to say, and maybe the city learned some things from the process I we hope. weren't aware of. So so if everybody keeps an open mind, and we'll, we'll, we'll keep an open mind, um, that'll be great. And we'll follow this. Um, yeah. uh, Mr. Walker just did say this one thing that'll maybe alarm me a little bit. Um, meetings of the commission are not subject to state's open meeting law, and he added, but there will be ample opportunity for access and input. So it if doesn't was, sound like everything is going to come out. Maybe. Yeah, if there was ever a commission that needs to be open to everybody, yeah. it should be this one, because right. this would be documenting what our issues are in the city of Quincy and how we can move forward. And not everybody's going to agree with the issues that, that are happening in the city of Quincy, but the way you fix things is by being open in the dialogues that you have so that you can actually address the issues. Yep. Um, and then finally, since, uh, I mean, this was maybe not the busiest news week, mm -hmm. uh, we should probably start talking about election season. Oh, my goodness. Is that here already? Yeah. <laughs> and um, you're running, right? I am. I am running. I am running. So, yes, it's been it's been I, it's been my privilege to be on the city council and I am up for reelection and I did pull my papers and I will be up on the ballot this um, this coming fall. And I'm very excited. I, I, I will say that I enjoy this job tremendously. I love working with the people that live in the city of Quincy. I like trying to help to help them solve their problems that are happening here and help them, you know, navigate the system in some situations when they have to and, you know, connecting people with the right people. But at the same time, I also enjoy asking, you know, questions that are going to make our city better and stronger. And when I ask those questions, Kevin, it's not to be um, disrespectful to anybody, but it's to be, you know, be honest with what we're trying to get accomplished so that we can do the best for the taxpayers of the city of Quincy. Right. And I know, you know, I'm biased, but I think that's what people like about you mo the most. Mm -hmm. You're you're not afraid to ask the tough question. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I've been doing it for quite some time. You've been doing it since school committee. You haven't changed your position. Um, I remember. Well, at this point, they at this point, everybody should know that when I'm going to come to a meeting, I'm going to ask a couple of questions. So please come prepared. I've seen you do the research. I've seen you, uh, you know, fret over votes you've taken. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like I said, I'm biased, but. Um, well, I'm just hoping that the, the city of Quincy will um, come out again and support me because, you know, I right. do I do like supporting the constituents of the city of Quincy. And, you know, I will always push back when I think it's something that needs to be pushed back on. And there have been many votes that I've agreed on. So when I get told or sometimes the administration likes to say that I never agree with anything, that's, not true. that's, that's not true. That's not true. Well, it's, it's disingenuous. But at the same time, I am I'm certainly not one that's going to go along to get along because it needs right. to be the right thing people, for the city of Quincy. And that's another thing people like about you is you're yeah. not part of the club. There's a whole club atmosphere when it comes to politics in this town. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. That's your opinion. personal opinion, yeah. But no. uh, you're not there to just hand out plaques. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, that was my job. <laughs> no, but I, I, I do. I, I do enjoy. I, I do enjoy my job. And I um, and I, I enjoy, I actually enjoy meeting, going out and meeting everybody. Last year with COVID, it was very difficult because you, you didn't get a lot of time to be able to see people face to face. But that didn't stop me from, you know, trying. So, you know, I, I'm looking forward to the campaign and looking forward to seeing people. And, um, and I'm looking forward to continue doing this job. Yeah. So like I said, I, I think people like your independence. Um, you say you're a fiscal conservative. You back it up. Um, you're not just saying it. Mm -hmm. um, so we don't know what we're doing with the election season yet. Um, maybe we'll play a part. Maybe we won't. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, the show, not you. No. But. Yeah. No, um, I, I'm going to be on the ballot, if that's what you mean. Yes, I'm yeah. on the ballot. But yeah, so the election season is going to be upon us before we know it. And, um, you know, because of that, we're going to take a little break next week. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll be back in, in two weeks. Yeah. Because Kevin needs a vacation. Um, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it's not just about you. <laughs> um, so uh, we hope you're all doing great. Uh, you hope we get you get to spend a little time with your families. Yeah. Uh, a little time away from work, maybe. Uh, so. Hopefully we'll have good weather. Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tricky summer. But um, so we'll see you again on... City Limits. City Limits. Thank you.